Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, January 23rd at Gulfstream Park. Big card. Uh, their first post time is a little before 11.30 a.m. Eastern. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. The late pick four that we're going to take a look at includes four graded stakes races. The last two are grade ones, including the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. But Jim, we'll start in the ninth race with a grade two inside information. Phillies and Mayors Ford up will go seven furlongs in here. And who'd you like? I like Sally's curling here. Uh, I think that uh, she she disappointed in the last uh, race at, at uh, Gulfstream, but just did not have any pace to run into. She went off at two and a half to one. Uh, and just she's got to have uh, some speed up front. She's a closer, just a dead closer. And, and when she gets it set up in front of her perfectly, like in the Hurricane Birdie in March, she is really tough. And she had a 93 buyer there. Uh, I think this this race sets up more like that race does. So with her back class, she's raced a couple in grade one, got a third in, in the grade one at uh, at uh, Churchill. Uh, in the, I guess it's a Derby City Distaff on on our odd uh, Derby Day this year, but uh, she's come back. Hadn't run well the last two, so you might get a decent price on her. I don't. I think she still may go off close to favored, but uh, I like Sally's curling in here. Um, the whole horse. Uh, this is my time for Kathleen O'Connell. Moves way up in class off an optional sixty-two thousand win, but she went wire to wire there, and she is part of the pace here and. If the other horses take off and don't go with her, she could go wire to wire. I'm thinking they will go with her, and Sally's curling will have a chance to come from behind. And then the other horse I like is Dream Marie. Um, uh, Bill Bill Matthews is not a well-known trainer, but this horse uh, ran second in the Rampart to Matruska, got beat by six and three quarters, but she was coming off a really good win at Gulfstream Gold, at Gold West, and I just think she's coming back into form. They actually tried her in the Kentucky Oaks last year, which was a disaster. But uh, this level, should she should fit here. Uh, needs to take a step up, but I think she's got a shot. Uh, otherwise, in here, I thought uh, the uh, outside horse sound machine, uh, Joseph Taffy, always got to look at him. But uh, coming out of Sugar Swirl with two other horses in here, and uh, she got a really bad, bad trip there. She was bumped and checked late, so... Uh, I think if she takes a step up, she could she could be there, and uh, Ortiz rides her back, which is always a good sign. So I'm going to stick with those three or four. We get to pick four, but Sally's curling is my pick in the inside information. I ended up focusing on three horses that have all raced well at Gulfstream. I ended up on this is my time four horse. I'm thinking that maybe uh, they won't go with her, and she could control this. I think her last two uh, are her best. And uh, she's got three wins at Gulfstream, which I like. The other two that I'm going to use are Dream Marie, who's won twice at Gulfstream, and Sound Machine, the eight horse, who also has two wins at Gulfstream. I would like to go deeper in this spot, but when we get to the pick four, I had to narrow down the ticket uh, because I I couldn't find a single anywhere. So this is my time, is my win pick here, uh, and I'm going to use Dream Marie and Sound Machine next uh, Sent a bunny just on the Brad Cox angle. I looked at it a little bit, and uh, I, uh, Sally's curling uh, has burned me a couple of times when I've taken her in the uh, last two or three times she's run. So uh, now, of course, she'll beat me when I don't pick her here. But <laughs> I, I'm going to uh, go another direction. So this is my time for me. Tenth race, grade three, W.L. McKnight. 
four-year-olds and up. They'll go a mile and a half on the turf course. I'm going for a bit of a price here, Tide of the Sea. Uh, second start off a layoff and had some trouble in the grade two Fort Lauderdale. And I like the jock change to Tyler Gaffleon uh, in, in, in this spot. Um, I thought this was a tough, tough race to narrow down, uh, but uh, I thought it was kind of wide open. So I'm looking for a price here, Tide of the Sea, 10 to 1 on the morning line. The 11, uh, Channel Cat, uh, second time for Jack Sisterson. And uh, I think he does a nice job, and I think uh, that one could be a little dangerous. Uh, Doswell ran uh, well to be second in the grade two uh, Fort Lauderdale to Largen, who's going in the next race we'll talk about. And then I threw in Succeed and Surpass for Graham Motion uh, just because he excels at these marathon turf races, and I don't want him to beat me in this spot. But I'm going to take a bit of a price here and try Tide of the Sea for the win, but I'll take all four of those I mentioned on my pick four ticket when we get to that point. How about you in the McKnight? Well, this one's wide open since uh, your top two or three choices I don't even have on my ticket. So uh, this one might be one when we get to the end, uh, you might want to consider finding a single and going really, really deep in this race because I didn't have uh, – you didn't mention Sather's Joy. Um, yeah, I've kind of gotten uh, – he's one I've kind of gotten burned on, I've soured on, so that could uh, <laughs> could be a problem. Yeah, but it, he's, he's dropping in class. I mean, it's a grade three. He was in a grade three last time the Red Smith. He didn't run very well. Uh, didn't didn't really, never found his game. And I don't know what happened there. He may just be uh, over the hill a little bit at, at age eight. But, you know, a 104 buyer at Belmont in, in the Turf Classic and uh, got beat by Channel Maker, who almost won the Breeders' Cup turf. So uh, I got to use Sather's Joy. I got to use Doswell. Uh, first time in a mile and a half, a really great form. Stretching out is a question mark. The horse that I really like is somebody that you didn't mention is Tintoretto, uh, the German horse who won two, the only two races uh, he's ever run in a mile and a half. Now they were overseas, but I don't know how they compare to a grade three here. They're probably not as good races, but he ran well in the Red Smith, got beat five and three quarters in North Dakota, who's going to be a contender later on uh, in Red Knight. So, I think Tintoretto's got a big shot here. Um, the other one that I mentioned, Channel Cat, you got to use just on class with Sisterson. And Sir Sahib is one that you didn't mention uh, for Jose Corrales. And uh, this is a horse that comes out of Woodbine. And a lot of Woodbine shippers do well at Gulfstream. And this horse uh, almost won the grade one Northern Dancer last time out at a mile and a half. So two for four in the money at a mile and a half. Uh, better now than he's ever been. Good time to take a shot at a at a nice uh, at a nice prize here. So I think Sir Sahib is, is live. So I'm gonna go five deep and I'm not gonna use a couple that you mentioned. So it's gonna be um, a different ticket. Uh, if I had to pick a win horse, I, I think Ten Toretto is uh, is my price play in here. Let's go to the 11th race, the Grade One Pegasus World Cup uh, Invitational for the turf, and it is a mile and three sixteenths for four year olds and up. A uh, little uh, step up on the monetary and the graded stake scale here from the previous race. So, who'd you like in the turf version of the Pegasus? Yeah, I narrowed this one down to three horses, um, and I settled on Say the Word. Uh, Phil D'Amato ships this um, gelding in from California, and Flavian Pratt comes along to ride uh, off a 102 buyer. Um, 
uh, I say shipped in from Del- from California, but only ran one time at Del Mar. I ran at Woodbine at Saratoga prior to that. Very consistent. Last two buyers have been 101, 102. And the reason I've taken him is he ran one length behind Arclo. Third, a very good third. Arclo won the Hollywood Turf Cup, Hollywood Turf Cup at Del Mar back in November. And if Arclo was in this race, uh, probably would be six to five or so. So I think say the word, say the word is going to be my pick in here. Uh, I'm also going to use another twist of fate uh, coming off a really good race to San Gabriel where he got a 103 buyer. Peter Miller, Joel Rosario, 24% uh, combination, and Miller ships them not for fun. He, he ships them to win. So another twist of fate has a big shot in here. And then the other one is the horse that I mentioned uh, coming out of the Red Smith, and that's North Dakota. He won the, great, the Red Smith, grade three at Aqueduct, at a mile and three-eighths. Uh, shortens up a little bit here, but he's in uh, really good form. Ran the Sycamore Keeneland uh, at a mile and a half and uh, did not uh, you know, did not get the money, but, but ran well behind Red Knight. So I think North Dakota is on the way up, too. So Sugma he might surprise some people in here, and, and Ortiz takes them out. So big move up from Lescano to Jose Ortiz. I'm going to stick with those three. Uh, Say the word is my pick to win, though. Your top two were two of my top three. Another twist of fate I ended up putting on top. Uh, I like that start last time and uh, really improved in the second start in the Miller Barn. Uh, And you mentioned Rosario. I like the fact that he stays, rode this horse out on the West Coast last time, and uh, stays and keeps this mount here. And uh, Peter Miller did uh, great work last year with a horse that was uh, new to his barn, CZ Rocket. And so I think Another twist of fate has taken a step forward. Um, Say the word uh, is high on my list as well. Colonel Liam uh, for Pletcher. I hadn't raced as much as some of these, so giving away some experience, but uh, looks to be uh, in your really top form. Uh, Nice win last time, and uh, Pletcher picks his spots well when his horses are in good form. Uh, And then I'm going to add a price horse here in cross-border, for Mike Maker, horse that's kept good company and uh, was second in a, a grade one to channel maker up at Saratoga last summer. Uh, Largent and North Dakota were also on my list, but I'm going to end up paring it down in this race to try to keep the ticket a little more manageable. Uh, but I thought those horses had shots too. I thought this was really wide open, but uh, another twist of fate is who I have on top. Twelfth race is the grade one Pegasus World Cup Invitational. This was our Keelan Select video pick of the week. I'm going for two in a row after getting Midnight Bourbon last week. And uh, we should mention that you nailed the pick four here on the podcast last week. I think I had three out of four, but you had the pick four. Paid, what, 700 and something? 762, and uh, the key to that was a nine-to-one shot that uh, won the uh, Silver Bullet Day, the Minnesota bread. Yes. Uh, Charlie's uh, uh, Charlie's something, I can't remember the name of the horse. Charlie's Penny, I think. Charlie's Penny, yeah, at nine to one, and I had that one in in my pick four. Uh, it was another one of those pick fours we didn't have a single on, so it was a ninety dollar ticket. So I saw a guy actually today at, at Red Mile. He said, "You missed that pick four last week." I said, "No, I didn't." He said, "Oh, I guess I cut it down too much." <laughs> yeah, I guess you did. So, well, I, so uh, I, had, I did have it. So hopefully somebody followed me and, and got. Yeah, it's a nice nice return on the ninety dollar yeah. ticket. Uh, that's what I'm going to have this time. Uh, I ended up taking tax in the Pegasus World Cup. Uh, this is at a mile and an eighth. 
And this horse has two wins at a mile and an eighth, while the horse that's likely going favored, Nick's Go, uh, has not competed at a mile and an eighth. Uh, this horse ran a lifetime best buyer of 105 off a significant layoff last time for the Gargan Barn, which has been red hot here at this Gulfstream meet. Horses worked really well off that win in mid-December. Uh, I didn't like him at all last time, but I was so impressed with how he ran that I'm going to take him to come back and win the Pegasus with that nice win over the track. I think he can sit maybe right off Nick's go and uh, run him down in the last 16th of a mile. Nick's go is uh, my next choice. And then I'm going to add code of honor too. I uh, just know that uh, I have great respect for Shug McGahee and this horse on his best day, you know, if he fires something like he fired, say, in the Travers uh, at three, uh, he's he can produce a number that's good enough to win this. So I'm going to have him on my ticket just in case and uh, make the ticket a little more expensive, but uh, I want it to have code of honor on it as well. But tax is going to be my win pick. How about you? I've got the same three horses in, in reverse order. I took code of honor on top. And um, one thing I looked at with code of honor is Johnny Velasquez is not riding code of honor, but... Uh, after I talked to um, Suge's son, Chip, who works for us at Keeneland in the racing department, and uh, he reminded me that uh, Johnny V had committed early to Tis the Law in this race. Oh, that's course, right. Tis the Law then was injured and retired, and Suge had already committed to Tyler Gaffleon to ride Coat of Honor for the first time, and he stuck with him uh, to Suge's credit. Uh, you know, he... Tyler Gaffleon is as good a rider as you'll have at Gulfstream Park, obviously. And I don't know how he fit Code of Honor, but he can he can finish with a horse. This horse is going to come from out of it. Uh, I think there's going to be enough pace with Nick's go out there. I don't think uh, some of the other speeding here is going to let Nick's go just run away with it, but he could. He could just blow him away like he did at Keeneland. Um, Nick's go is my second choice, and then I'm going to take uh, Tax as my third choice. I think I think you cover the race with those three. It's a good betting race. But I think those three are notches above the others in here. The others could, you know, clunk up for a third or fourth. But I think if you cover it with those, and I really think Code of Honor may be sitting on a big one. He uh, he ran well in the Clark, uh, got beat by Bodie Express, who was just really on his game that day, and it was just his day. But uh, Code of Honor came from well out of it in a 14-horse field, finished second with a 101 buyer. He moves forward from that. I think he's right there. So. Code of Honor is my pick here with Tyler Gaffleyon for Shumagee. Sounds like we're both going to finish the pick four the same way. So how is your ticket structured? <laughs> yeah, I hope we're both alive at that at that point. So I've got three horses in the first leg, uh, one, four, and seven, with Sally's Curling being my top pick, and then going deep in the second leg. And I may not be deep enough. Um, those horses are just so. Ten Toretto was my top pick for two, but I'm also going to use the one. The five, the six, and eleven. So one, two, five, six, eleven. Uh, in the turf race to the eleventh, I'm going to use four, eight, eleven with North Dakota. Uh, another twist of fate, and my pick is say the word. And then three deep in the Pegasus with the four, seven, ten with the ten horse coat of honor being my pick. So it's a sixty-seven dollar and fifty cent ticket. Uh, when I play it myself, I will probably go deeper in that second leg. So one, four, seven. With one two five six eleven, with four eight eleven, with four seven ten for sixty seven dollars and fifty cents. I ended up going three deep in the first leg, four one eight, and would like to go deeper. Second leg, I'm going to take five horses. You got to talk me into adding Sir Sahib 
As you were talking, I went back and looked at that one. So I'm going to add that one in as well and go five deep in here. 711196 with uh, Tide of the Sea being the price pick to win it. Then I'm going to go four deep in the 11th race, the Pegasus on the turf. Would love to go deeper, but going to stop at four to keep the ticket manageable. So eight five eleven nine in there, and then seven four ten to finish it up. Which, if I add right, should be a ninety dollar ticket. And um, I think there's a good chance you could get a nice payoff. Uh, I don't uh, unless you know Nick's go if uh, he romps and and becomes a big favorite that could could shrink it. But uh, I think we both think he's. Uh, vulnerable, and if you can beat him, uh, I certainly don't see any singles in the other spots and a chance to, to catch a price in there somewhere. So should be a nice pick-four sequence to play on a card with an early post time, 11.20 a.m. Eastern at Gulfstream on Saturday. You've got, uh, I think, Oakland starting this weekend, right? Yeah, Oakland starts on Friday, I think, with the uh, tomorrow with the Smarty Jones, which is a derby prep. Got a couple of uh, nice horses in there, including a Pletcher trainee. Um, then uh, Oakland runs from now on, I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, a couple of big, I was watching fairgrounds today, and Giroux was not there. I guess he's on the way to Oakland. So he's going to be riding there. Brad Cox has got, a, has got a boatload full of horses down there. He's got all his stars. Oakland's going to be a really good beat this time. So you got that starting this weekend. You've got uh, Turfway going, fairgrounds, uh, Aqueduct, Laurel. So lots of great places to play. This weekend, make sure your Keeneland Select account is all loaded up and ready to go. And we'll see you next week for another edition of the In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.